Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 4th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, doing great. You know, I'm, uh, I'm holed up here in the back room of a of Sherm Cigar Bar in South Sioux City, Nebraska. <laughs> you, I, I opened like the chat of the video conference. The first thing I saw is just this wall of liquor bottles, and I knew we were in for some sort of story about where you were, how you got there, why we're recording. We tried this earlier, and you were in the middle of like a cornfield. It was not working out real well. The truck stop didn't work out. It, it you was... talked about how you're like, well, there's a there's a there's a Starbucks 45 miles away. I could like go out of my way some 40 50 minutes just to record the pod. I was like, no, no, let's just try later. And you found a cigar bar. Yeah. Friendly folks at Sherm accommodated, <laughs> accommodated the shotgun start fanatics with a with a nice little back room, cozy place, sitting in a nice nice comfy chair. Fantastic. Why? I, I've <laughs> well, a comfy chair. That's good to know. Good yeah. to know. Um, I'm, I'm ready to talk golf, though. You know, this how was a, your weekend? It was it was glorious. I I'm not gonna lie. I got mega worse for the wear, uh, <laughs> on uh, after a wedding on on Sunday. Sure, it was it That'll was a rough, rough rough trek back to Chicago. But uh, it was uh, it was a great weekend. I, I caught a lot of golf on Monday. Yeah, um, really exciting. It was great to see DJ Trahan get it done. I'm, I'm sure the <laughs> the swing surgeon was somewhere. Smiling proud. How was your weekend? It was great. Oh, it's just I did a bunch of hard labor. You, you know, we signed off on Friday. You were like, stay away from labor this Labor Day weekend. I just did a bunch of hard labor. Yard work? Yard work. I rented a rototiller. Nobody needs to hear about this. Hey, I, up a bunch. I do have a really important question for you. Yeah. Earlier, you texted me that your wife was taking your kids to soccer practice. Does that mean you're, you are not the coach? I resigned. <laughs> I resigned my duties as as coach of the soccer. <laughs> That's I'm, sad. I'm off. I'm off the bench. <laughs> I, are, I, 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 I may pick it up in the spring. I may I, pick it up in the spring. But for, yeah, I, for lo- for loyal listeners, Brendan was the coach of his his kids' soccer team last year. Four year old. Uh yeah, four, four, four five, four, four mostly four year olds. Yep. And and his team got very aggressive in the championship game. They were throwing bows. We had photographic evidence. It, it was a sad scene. Yeah. I I'm not, I might be I might do a little digging and see if you got kicked out of the league. <laughs> the municipal sports and recreation department threw me off the sidelines. No, <laughs> no. Um, 
All right, let's get to the golf. We so this is like a combo show. I feel like this is the longest I've gone without talking to you in like a year. I know. So it's been a long time. All right, combo show. We're gonna do a little bit of results, a little bit of looking ahead to what's coming, although it's a extremely light week in golf. Um even lighter on the TV schedule than it should be, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk we'll talk about that in a minute. Results, let's rip through them. We're now a couple days out. We're not gonna go into too deep. That's what you uh, think. <laughs> the uh Omega European event in Switzerland, Grands Montana. Sebastian uh Steven Soderberg's brother, Sebastian Soderberg. <laughs> Wins, uh, beats five man playoff among beats Roy McElroy among others. I don't even think it's spelled the same way, actually. So, <laughs> um, so he won at the uh, the European, uh, what is it, the Omega Euro Masters, I think. Cambia Portland Classic, Hannah Green beats Yelami. Yel- Yel- no, a Monday qualifier. Uh, had a three-shot lead going into the final round on Sunday. Lost to Hannah Green, who won the uh, KPMG LPGA. So this, this made, some, made some headlines. No is uh, not in this week's event. She has to. She had to Monday qualify again after well, finishing no, we, second. There, no, there is no event this week. Well, in the next event. She's not yeah, in they, the next event. They have a Solheim Cup and then... What is it? Some I forget what the event is. She's after. finished sixth and second in two events this year and and has no status on the tour. Monday qualifying. It's pretty wild. Would have been the third Monday qualifier uh to win in LPJ history. So talk about I, a rule that needs a change. You gotta yeah. give give her give her something. So what is the PGA tour rule if it's top ten, 10 right? Top ten, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a second would almost ensure you a card. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I wonder what the rationale is for that. It give you a lot of FedEx Cup points, which just really know, <laughs> worth more than money. Just really, <laughs> what are they just? What are they doing there? Just really protecting their members, or what? I, why? I don't think they're thinking. You're gonna have to send Mike Juan a, a note. You know, I'm sure some yeah. other people have. Then up in uh, Calgary, Champions Tour, West Short, Jr. Beats uh, the Ron Burgundy, anchorman. Scott McCarron by a shot up in Calgary. Uh, and then kind of the main event of do last you think, weekend. Do you think West Short uses a long putter? <laughs> what a dumb question. Love it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, Wouldn't that be ironic? I, I've never really heard of him. Until uh, he was playing well at Lytham. I'm sure he has a decorated career, and I've just... Yeah, how ig- are you dissing on West Short like that? I'm an ignorant millennial. I, I hadn't heard much about West Short. Sorry. Maybe we need to dial in a Flashback Friday all about West Short. I, I would love that. Um, and then kind of the main event for West, last week. West Short and his long putter. <laughs> West Short and his tall putter. Maybe he calls it a tall putter. Tall putter. There you go. Uh, the KFT Championship. By United Leasing and Finance, Victoria National. The winner there was uh, Tom Lewis, a European Tour regular. How crazy was it that he just came to play one one event? What What was that all about? Do we know? Like what? Like he just wanted. Now now he's got. I mean, they kept talking on the telecast about how he hates playing in cold weather. Ah, so not kind of 
over the whole Euro Tour scene? Is that what it is? Yeah, but why didn't he play the rest of the events? Yeah, that is a little bizarre. Just, I mean, it worked. worked. All right, should we? Do you want to run through the twenty finals twenty five? I don't want to run through all twenty five. I can, I can do it quickly. All right, let's see how quick this goes. Matthew Neesmith, Tom Lewis. This is in order. Brandon Hagee, Kramer Hickok, Fabian. How is Tom Gilbert. Lewis number two? Why? What, I mean, he win an event. I don't know. There's three other guys that won events, and you know they probably got points in other ones. Hagee, Hickok, Gomez, your guy, Fabian. Won He's, twice on the PGA Tour. He was rock solid. Hovland, Todd Watch, coming to the PGA Tour in 2020. Good priority Bo- number, too. Yep. Bo Hostler, Ben Taylor, Honorbon Lahiri, Grayson Murray, Tyler Duncan. David, the Hitman Hearn, winemaker. Bronson Burgoon. And then this is kind of where... How, how about how Hitman just survives everything? Like you can't he's get got the, like he's gonna he, end up with a thousand PGA Tour starts. I bet he's always <laughs> always gets back in. <laughs> it's a it's a story you can't kill a hitman. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what that means. Uh, Bronson Burgoon, and then this is where we got into the real volatile kind of the towards the end guys jumping around. Chris Baker. Bob Streb, who we that was hard knew. to watch. Baker coming Baker. down the stretch, local guy, Brownstown, Indiana, Southern Indiana. Uh, what just kind of it, it was teetering it was on the edge. Very there, shaky. Those trying to get two putt and things like that. <laughs> that last putt hit the, the hit the hit the low lip and lift right. in. I mean, right. it was. <laughs> thank God, I you, you don't ever want to see that kind of stuff happen. And uh, thankfully, he, he got it to the house and just just enough shots. Streb, who we knew was in, Hoagie. Then we get into the Cameron zone. Cameron Percy, Hank Lebiota, Robert Oppen- Rob Oppenheim, Cameron Davis, Bramlett, your boy. Yeah, Joey B. Uh, and then the last three, Doug Gim, Trey Han, and Richie Warinsky, who those two beat out... Uh, Warinsky again. He's like the most clutch guy. Like if he could just play like he plays at the end of the <laughs> end of the year, and then in the Web Finals, like he would have no problems keeping his card. He like needs to be his back needs to be against the wall to play great golf. It's kind of right. nuts. That is nutty. Uh, he birdied yeah. two of the last three coming or two of the last four coming in. And they beat they beat Justin Harding by like point two points or even like point one point. So he was, uh, I mean, Harding, I imagine will get a lot of exemptions. Maybe. He, the, the thing that was driving me nuts about the telecast is they acted like, and I like Craig Perks and uh, Burko, but they acted yep. like he had nowhere to play. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's like one of the 50 best players in the world. They yeah, were like, oh, it's such a, like, you know, he's not, right, he's got right. no home. It's like, you know, it's like he's going to play, like, he's going to be playing in every major event. He's not going to the minor league golf tour, is he? Yeah. It's, uh, it's not like this guy, like, he's not going to be going to the web.com. He's, Justin Harding is not playing the web.com next year. The web.com doesn't exist. I hope oh, not. Sorry. Uh, I can't, still haven't gotten used to that. No, he's. I mean, he already has a master's exemption because he was top twelve, right? I feel like isn't he top fifty in the world? 
I mean, he's he certainly was for most of this year. I don't know if he is at this very moment, but yes, he he's right around it. Um, <clears throat> so he'll play. Dude, uh, how how nuts was DJ Trahan on the golf course? <laughs> We've heard. I mean, so we did that. He was a Fanvo Friday Junior winner. Yes. We did a little deep dive on him and just all his background as the swing surgeon. <laughs> his and dad. You got tripped up on like surgery you because know, he what he fixed your swing without a scar, yeah. But you've never had surgery, right? You know, like the whole point of surgery is they're cutting you open, yeah. They leave scars. Um, Hasn't had status on the tour in eight years. I gotta go look that up, but I, yeah, that's right. I feel like we got some fun intel on him too. We gotta look that up. I gotta confirm. You gotta go back start. on your notes page. Oh uh, yeah, but I think people started from his. Uh, where he plays on the weekend started sending us stories about how he's a kind of interesting character, but he, I don't want to throw. He was like there yelling at himself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He hit a he hit a putt and he said, "That's the worst fucking read I've I've ever ha- <laughs> d- had in my life." <laughs> like it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and then he just threw a dart in on eighteen. He hit it to three feet. That was unbelievably clutch. Lost you there for a no, minute. It's okay. I just said it My was internet unbelievable, c- unbelievably clutch. Internet connections unstable. You know, you're in a cigar bar. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> take what you can get. I'm sorry. Stability <laughs> is not the order of the day there. Finding um, good internet in South Sioux City was actually kind of tough. I can imagine. Uh, all right. What are you, what, any other reactions to that, the Corn Ferry Championship? It was it, honestly, it was my anniversary. My wife was taking a nap, and I snuck down, and I was like glued to the TV for three hours. It was, you know, as close to major championship viewing experience for me as I've had in a while. And a brilliant stroke to push it Friday to Monday. Obviously, like I would, it would have totally gotten lost a little bit on Sunday, getting buried. You know, when people are out doing stuff. Uh, I, mean, I, I just think, think like the, the schedule kind of opened up for them to do. I tweeted kind of like half in jest, half serious about like the NBA owns Christmas and now the Corn Ferry Tour owns Labor Day. Like if you're going to like that is the way to do it. The last one of the year, the last finals event, you have that drama for at least you, you, you get a good like 90 minutes. Plus you have like it's actually kind of rolling drama, right? So there's like because like a guy can go out and get his card, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours that's, before the final groups are that, playing. Like Tyler Duncan went out and shot 65. I, that's the coolest thing about it is that they have like 20 different storylines as well as the guy winning. Right, right, right. Um, oh, by, by the way, the, the overall winner, fully exempt, is Scotty Scheffler. So between combined season, final, he won a finals event. Uh, Zinjun Jane was, I think, number one regular season. 25 i gotta find the photoshop i did i i, I put i used to call scotty scheffler smoking scotty scheffler and i yeah. got this i got this i photoshopped used a, to i feel I, like you still do i do I, I got this photoshop of like 19 year old scotty scheffler with a cigarette in his mouth like <laughs> just he's he's such a talent he's gonna be really good it's like he <laughs> always showed up in all the big time events in college like he would he would drive people nuts because he wouldn't play well like week in week out but every time it was a top tier event it was like yep scotty scheffler top five you know just put it in the bank 
And I, I think he's just going to do more of that. He's a stud. So, I mean, it was just, I, I thought it was perfect TV. It's perfect kind of, they, they hit the right notes. The broadcast was solid. It was just, I, I think they should try to make this as much of a tradition. The only thing I could see this screwing this up is like, the PGA Tour shuffling their schedule around. You I can know, see like the all PGA this, Tour just sabotaging it on purpose. That's what I'm saying. Like all of a sudden, well, no, we're moving green. We want Greenbrier to be Labor Day weekend. So Corn Ferry Finals got to be done in, you know, the week before, or two weeks, you know. Why just, isn't the that, FedEx Cup final on Labor Day weekend? I don't know, but I kind of don't mind that it's not. After I, I'd rather watch this. Is that bad? You know what could just be be just like this? A match play final with all 32 players playing out. It would have the same thing where every match mattered and you'd have drama throughout the coverage instead of just like, you know, two guys watching two guys play for a big pile of cash. Yeah. This yeah. That, that's the thing is like, this is a perfect example of what we talk about all the time. This was like the least manufactured, you know, drama like it just organically happened because it's a very dramatic event you know right right dj trahan hasn't been on eight years it's been eight years did you show see him in the post-round interview wearing a t-shirt no <laughs> yeah he did a, a post-round with Chantel mccabe yeah he, sure they were all doing up, that up there wearing a graphic tee <laughs> what just, yeah he was wearing a graphic tee during his post-round I'm trying to find my notes. Oh, oh my God! This was the one. His name's Donald Roland. <laughs> uh, that was a good episode. <laughs> Who's Donald Roland? That's DJ. They're both Donald Roland. His, His dad is Don Donald... Trahan. His dad is Don Trahan, Can and I... he's Do- Donald Roland. Don Trahan is like a PGA Tour or a PGA of America Master Pro, known as the Swing Surgeon. Donald Roland. Roland. Ron- it'd be better if it was Ronald. Need to get back Donald to Ronald. Yeah. I thought, whatever. Anyways. We got to start uh, calling him Donald Ronald from now on. See, yeah. He won the, he's won the, he, he won uh, the Sanderson 2006 Southern Farm Bureau Classic, now known as the Sanderson. So he could jump right in. Yeah. So, legendary. Walker Cup, Hogan, Nicholas Award. Like, it's crazy. I mean, he is exactly the guy that PGA Tour does not want coming up. DJ? Yeah. I mean, he was a stud. This is a great I know, redemption but they story. Want, they want the Wolf Morikawa, Doug Yim type. They don't want the guy that was winning in 2006. They want they want Trahan. More you guys, think so? more people, more golf fans know who DJ Trahan is than Doug Gim. Guaranteed. I'm not, Guaranteed. I'm back. I'm just thinking. In PGA Tour HQ, they might not be happy. I think you're it. underrating the the marketability of of Donald Ronald. <laughs> I may need to drive over to Greenbrier see him. It's like the fiftieth time I've said I'm going to go to a place where I'm not. Absolutely, probably let's, not. Let's be go. real. You're not going. <laughs> All right. Any other things from the weekend? Now that we're four or five days out from the weekend, no. any other reaction? No, I, not really. Champions Tour, you didn't watch much of the Shaw Charity Classic in Calgary? I can assure you that I watched zero seconds of that. All right. And I don't want to sound disrespectful to the Champions Tour, but 
I had I had a busy uh, I, had, I had a lot going on this weekend. All right, so coming up, schedule for this week, we have the uh, the World Lawn Drive Championship going on right now. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, I think it's the finals, the championship, the total, the overall title. Is uh, Sadlowski in it? I don't think so. Didn't he go to the McKenzie tour? Is he still doing that whole stuff? Yeah, I think he's trying. He tried to make it, right? Yeah. Uh, no, the guy, this guy, I mean, we don't need to go into the long I drive. I don't want to talk about the long drive at all. You know, I've been to that. Yeah, I know. In what Thackerville, is- Oklahoma. It's nuts, right? Yeah, it's bizarre. It's a, there was like, yeah, it's like the biggest casino in the world by like <laughs> per square footage or per like slot handles or so. Some, they had some made up metric. Where is Thackerville? I don't know. I ended up there just to kind of buy like Oklahoma. Where'd you fly into? Uh, Dallas. Then drove up. Oh my up. God. It was like for some with golf. I was just, it was more like a, meeting dabbling not not content creation purposes but in with big there was like like hookers in the casino it was like a i wonder i that's like i'm never gonna go to thackerville might as well see what thackerville's all about i like going to see this country you know out and about in the country even if there's nothing to see in a place like to go visit new new areas so it's yeah it's great that's why i'm in south sioux city i just came to check it out there you go (laughs) right you're just there uh so that's going on. That's one event on TV. The other big event, there's no LPGA. There's no Champions Tour. There's no PGA Tour. You know why? They're making why? way for the for the maybe the best event of the year. The Porsche European Open at Green Eagles Golf Course in Germany? No, not not the triumphant return of of the European Tour's legendary uh honorary member Patrick Reed. Yeah, he's back. He's back, baby. Another event in Europe, Walker Cup. Walker Cup. So, all right. So I just said, there's no LPGA. There's no Champions Tour. There's no PGA Tour. There's this European Tour. There's no you know, Corn Ferry Tour. There's no Corn Ferry Tour. So there's this European Tour event that's over, you know, by noon Eastern. And there's no Walker Cup on TV. Now, I granted, that'd be earlier in the day, too. But, you know, I, I, how, is, how has this happened? How do you, how do you sell your rights for a billion dollars and this isn't included in it? So it's Saturday and Sunday. There's nothing on. I've, I'm looking everywhere. I may, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it is on TV and I but I honestly I scoured. Now Golf Channel. So Sky Sports is covering it over there. It's on Sky Sports which is now under the whole big giant Comcast umbrella. So maybe like you're seeing like a few more like the sky stuff on golf channel. Maybe we'll get, but I don't know that we are. I, I don't see it anywhere that it's on TV. I need to get a, a, a live stream. You know, I need to, right. Need to find so somebody to pool. hack, hack me a stream. I'm sure you can do that. I'm sure you can get a sky sports boosted boosted stream so um so that's this weekend but no tv i, I assume fox because it's a joint thing right you got usga and rna and paul you know fox has usga rights they do the think about this though like <clears throat> all summer especially you you were a loud voice bitching about this how like 
we got LPGA majors overlapping with Champions Tour majors and like just too much, you know, congestion, too much bottlenecking. And here we are with like a weekend that's just vacant almost, almost vacant except for this European Tour event. And like there's just such a there's such an opportunity. I mean, I think like the LPGA should have a major. The Champions Tour, somebody should have a major. Somebody should have a primo event this week. And now instead, like we go to next week, we have, you know, PJ Tours back, Solheim Cups back. Like it's just like I, I this is such a lack of foresight. If if I'm one of those It's like it's like that every, every golf organization thinks that every single golf fan in the world is a football fan, like a diehard football fan. It's like they're terror like what the core fan so go still to Monday. shows up. Yeah. Go to Monday. Finish it before Monday Night Football or something, you know? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, yeah. it's not worth not having anything. Right. Like, I, it, we just saw that Corn Ferry Tour elevated. Like, granted, they weren't going up against anything on Monday, but like, it was elevated because it had nothing, no other golf against it. People are still golf fans. Like September. Like when the the Bears and the Packers are done on Thursday after the Bears stomp down the Packers, you know, I'm going to be yeah. on a weekend high. I'm going to scope out. I'm going to be flipping around. Like I'm not going to be locked in to, you know, watching the Browns, you know, disappoint oh, you, you know. Browns are going to murder the Titans this weekend. <laughs> Just amazing. Going to be. I'm gonna... worried about Jets week two. I think we could get knocked, but I think the Titans are just going to. I'm not going to lie. I I feel like you're you're setting yourself up too much right now for this. It feels like a classic Browns thing here. I'm cautiously optimist. I'm cautious. I just think week one we're going to just come out. I just remember the Derek Anderson here. Oh, I I remember it all. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> um, but again, I just think like when you look out at the landscape at the beginning of the year and you kind of, they bottleneck too much and then somebody just, you know, they absent themselves. Well, maybe maybe uh, Jack Nicholas had, had the answers to this. Well, no, here, here's my last point on this. Think about this like, so in a couple of years, the next few USGA, uh, USGA sites are what? Like Seminole, Cypress Point. Yeah, old course in between them. Like imagine when you have a just empty weekend and you, we could have got that. Like that, I think you have an opportunity to really get some sort of rating. Not, not a Masters rating, not, a, not even a PGA Tour rating, but a great Walker Cup rating. But anyways, there's just... I don't understand why there's no golf, why they all well, decided to take I'll it off. I'll tell you why. Because every golf fan in the world is watching football, according to you know, the people running the tours, which couldn't be further from the truth. I like, don't think they need to be scared of football. Don't run scared. I mean, you know. It, 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 there's no other sport that runs scared from other sports. Eh. I feel like everybody would try to get out of the way of football. I mean, NASCAR, I guess. Do you think, does the U.S. Open try and get out of the way of football? Tennis? Tennis? Does it? I guess not. I think it does. I think it ends on the weekend. Yeah. You know what would have been? Like, they're running scared of college football, too. That's the craziest thing to me. They're, They're, like, running scared of every form of football. They're worried about preseason football. 
What's Jack's comment? Why is Jack salty about the schedule now? I, I just saw the majors are too close. It's what we've been yelling about all year. What he said, he said this at Memorial, right? He's like a guy can get hot and like it's not representative of a great season. Yeah. If you're if you're struggling all of a sudden, it's like the, if you struggle in one major, like it's boom to the next. He hates that nobody's playing in between events, you know? I mean, sounds like a guy that's worried about the Memorial, maybe it, taking a hit. I think he is worried about it. He's got a little bias here. <laughs> but hey, I, it's just another legend speaking out. We have Rory bashing Rory. it before Tiger. Tiger? What did Tiger say about it? I don't know. Maybe he didn't say anything. <laughs> I was. I think I was thinking about the ball thing. The ball uh, I think driver. you were too. <clears throat> All right. So, World Lawn Drive. That's over Wednesday. Then we have Porsche European Open, which that was that was spicy last year. That's where Reed chastised the cameraman. Upbraided the cameraman. I want you, you know, I think we should call him like special ambassador Reed to the European tour. <laughs> for, those, also- for those that don't know, Patrick Reed is one of the few honorary members of the European tour. For what reason? We have no lifetime clue. member, right? Yeah, Isn't lifetime. He like an honorary lifetime member. And we don't know why, like why he got this honor. Like, I don't think Tiger Woods is a special honorary member. No, Tiger's like number three in Euro Tour wins all time or something. <laughs> and um, he doesn't have this honor, but Patrick Reed, <laughs> who goes over there and yells at cameramen, has this honor. <laughs> the only thing we could come up with when this happened was that it was for his sabotage at the U.S. Rider. <laughs> yeah, it's an in, they, It's like a guy they just want on the inside. They're they're wooing him. <laughs> like what what is going on? Why, why, I, agent. It still uh, just befuddles me. You go to europeantour.com and there's just this ma- massive feature about Patrick Reed returning to the European tour and how excited he is. They love him. They love why? him. He, he screams at their camera produ- their production people. I don't know. They maybe, love him. Maybe they see him as a modern day Monty. He's just good for content. So this is where he yelled at the. This is also the site of where uh, Bryson Handshake Gate. Remember with that Richard McAvoy guy who won it. Oh wow! And he kind of like blew him off, and the Euro Tour writers got all pissed at him. It came a week after he had that meltdown at Carnoustie on the range, and then he did like he he like just leaked oil coming in, right? Yeah. And he just gave the guy like this cursory handshake and just blew off to. You know, vacate the premises. Yeah, so. he made he. I think he made an eight on the last hole. That he he right. made like three doubles on the last four or five holes to hit the hazard. I think was oh, in the hazard. Yeah. Um. So this is a big, uh, big deal here. Yeah, they also had they had some event like one of those. I saw they had like a custom Porsche for Patrick Reed too. Oh, they had more. No, 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 no. <laughs> They didn't. Patrick Reed requested a custom Porsche, and they obliged. He had a Masters Porsche made, special. It's called Masters Nine One One Porsche, and uh, the four caddy, our old friend, four caddy, had a lot of details about it today. Oh wow, the four caddy out in front. (laughs) Originally, it was supposed to be delivered so he could drive it down Magnolia Lane this year as defending champ. So it's green with like little yellow accents, 
you know, he's just. How do you I think the green jackets would feel about that? That well, the other thing was, he wanted to put like removable Masters logo on like the car doors, like a decal. You know how Augusta yeah. is with their, with their, you know, likeness and logo and trademark name. Like not not. Imagine that Patrick Reed, the current champion. Hey man, I'm gonna have this like Porsche car. With your logo, it's just going to be a Masters Porsche, themed Porsche. And your logo is going to be just tackily plastered on the side of it. Probably ca- order them from Sticker Mule or something. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Though, but anyways, lawyers said no. So it's just like a green with yellow accents that he calls Masters Porsche. Allegedly, reportedly, according to uh, the 4Caddy, um, it likely came in over $500,000. So, the Masters Porsche. Think about think about winning the Masters. You know, I no, I'm not I'm not going to go there. I'm not going there. <laughs> Aborted take. Yeah. Abort take. All right. So, what's the event of the week? I think I know. You you have World Long it's, Drive. It's the Walker, Walker Cup. Don't even insult <laughs> insult the prestige. The the event of the week is one of the most prestigious honors in sports. It's a great event. I just wish we could watch it. I know. We're gonna have to hack a stream or you know boost a stream, whatever the whatever the language is. We can talk more about it on Friday right. since it kicks off on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we have day, a couple of days for that. Uh, what other news do we have? How about Bob Kepka taking a run at, at Brandel? Oh, that was excellent. Well, screaming about Drew Love. He getting took all a run these- at two people. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. So Brandel had this kind of just like, you know, innocuous, nice tweet about how like his wife, you know, talked to me out of like, don't, you know, are you a man or a mouse? Don't lay up and, you know, you, you'll make this birdie putt. You know, it's a nice anecdote, in my opinion, about his wife caddying for him. And Bab Kepka, who's a nice, good guy, actually. I liked him. I walked around with him at the Masters for a little bit. He comes just barreling through. It says like you had to debate this and you questioned Brooks's toughness. Wow. You're on the road in the back of this bar pulling up. <laughs> Are you pulling this up on the road? That was quick. You know, I've always got Cat's Cradle handy. I never know when I'm going to need it. You didn't even know we were going to talk about that. I'm impressed. That's some of your best work. It was a double cast in the cradle. So, so. <clears throat> Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I've always feel free to interrupt me with little boy Drew and the man <laughs> on the moon. Uh, so Bob just, you know, he moves off of the whole toughness thing and. Starts going at him about yelling at, at Chase for getting a Zurich exemption, and by way of his, you know, to support and buttress his point, he starts. You've never once ripped Drew Love, never once, Drew. And then he starts. He's got the tally. He's like me on Morning Drive talking about how he's had seventeen starts. He's got the stats with them. He's calling out how many starts Drew Love has. Kind of felt bad for Drew Love. Bob was throwing Drew to the comment walls. 
If this is how the offset off the comment holds, that's an inside joke. Um, this is how the off season is going to go. Sign me up. I, I need more Bob Kepka. He's great. That's what I learned. He's great. We, we uh, can get Bob on as a regular <clears throat> contributor, I think. I bet we could. You know? What else do we have? What other submissions do we have from the law? We had a Stevie Fountain story. You know, listener. Play, did you see story. that? Yeah. That, that's fantastic. Good. Robert Brown DM'd us on uh, Monday. Said, play with a guy who plays on the Florida mini tours. My first question was, do you know Stevie Fountains? As if, you know, that's now his name outside of just the shotgun start world. That's his name on the mini tour world now. Stevie Fountains. The guy says, Steve LeBron? (laughs) Yeah. But I know him as Stevie Fountains since he owns that course. And this mini tour guy starts laughing. Says he's friends with them. Realized the first time he played with LeBron, it was at the Fountains. And this guy shot seven under but lost to LeBron, who shot 10 under at the Fountains. I wasn't making this up. He owns that place. He goes, yeah, Steve fucking loves that course. <laughs> so if, if LeBron isn't aware of the nickname, apparently he will be shortly. Thanks to Robert Brown for that story. It made me smile. I love that. Another story. A listener uh, went up to uh, the Corn Ferry event. Started following Kevin Stadler, Baby Walrus. The email title was Baby Walrus Sighting in Jasper, Indiana. I can't tell you how fast I opened that email. I usually don't open emails, but that was the subject line, and I opened that within like three seconds. (laughs) Baby Baby Walrus Sighting in Jasper, Indiana. This was a great story. This emailer... uh, God, I got to find the guy's name so he drives up from louisville to follow just you know just to follow the corn ferry tour in in general starts going out with baby walrus who's like the last group off then he has to leave go back to work or something drive a couple hours runs into baby walrus like an hour away at some rest stop he says he's at a gas station jasper jasper indiana looking for doritos and twizzlers 7-eleven 7-Eleven. I thought it was a gas station. Oh, whatever. It could be a gas station and a 7-Eleven. He said he was looking at Doritos and Twizzlers in this gas station. He said, how did, how did that happen? I was literally just following you on the golf course. How did you get down here? And the guy, you know, he got home and found out Stadler withdrawn at the turn. Imagine that. You're following a guy in an official event, tour event. And an hour later, you run into him in the gas station trying to buy Doritos and Twizzlers. It's, it's amazing to me how much uh, these players frequent gas stations. Monty? Yeah. Buying, just, you know. They're just Mountain like View. us. <laughs> Living under par means gas station life. Just, you know, don't let anybody tell you differently. What other news? Haley Moore. What do you think of this story? It's a crazy story. Where it's do you good- stand on... on, on on pros, you know, of any tour setting up like GoFundMe's. I'm it's, all for it. You are? Well, like you got to, you need money, especially like if you don't come from financial means, like, like the reality of, especially I, I like for professional golf, you need like probably like a hundred thousand dollars to give it a run for two years. Right. 
like legitimate and and so she's a great player like yeah, I think they were I mean I think it just shows you how just kind of some of the yeah trying I think to make it on the LPGA trying to make it on these trying to make it on like the the corn ferry tour like the expenses just like even like entry fees for Q schools and things like that is we isn't Wheatcroft quitting yeah he's done allegedly I mean that's what he said that's crazy what do you mean that he's quitting he's a player I mean he's He's made like millions of dollars on the PGA tour. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think it's I think it's fine. It's not some like you shouldn't have to ask for GoFundMe or you should like you just gotta like you know what? Like she's getting it done one way or the other. Like Yeah, it's not for means or moms went through the whole budget like line by line and was talking about it in this I think it was Beth Ann Nichols for uh, Golf Week had the article. That was a fascinating look at just like how hard it is. It's expensive as shit. I don't even know where you. Well, the other problem too is like if you're if you're waiting tables at night, like and and that's how you're paying for it. Like you're waiting tables, like you're on your feet till midnight. Like then the next morning you're trying to bust your ass, work out, and everything. Like that's not like it's hard. It makes it hard. Like it just makes it that much harder. Because it does give you perspective. I think like not having a job can be tough too, um, especially before you get to like a, a you know a established tour. Is like it's just a tough thing. Like and and one of the hardest things about it is money. Like you have to have a big bankroll of money to really give it a real go. Because otherwise, like you're caddying or you're waiting tables. And you're trying to make money when other guys, other people are getting better or going and playing tournaments that cost you know thousands of dollars, and like you don't get that chance because you're trying to make ends meet. So then it just puts more and more pressure on the times when you have the money to play. You know, like that's right. the hardest thing is the pressure that comes with like knowing like, and we saw it this week with guys like folding down, like struggling down the stretch. Or, you know, like when there's it's so much harder to compete when there's added layer of pressure. And that's what right. that does, you know, is right. when you don't have the money. So I, I'm all for getting the money any right. way you can do it. Fantastic. And then uh, I don't know if you saw. Did you see uh, Tiger Woods? Is that the U.S. Open tennis event? Did you I, see any social media material on this? Or I saw articles? some tweets about him fist pumping. Yeah, it's just like everywhere. The Nadal, yeah. So. Looking healthy, looking spry, hopping out of his hopping out of his chair to cheer. So but I don't want to talk about that. I just wanted to say we we've seen it. Everybody made the same, you know, aggregation in line. So You won't believe. The, I will say <laughs> the one photo with his son, like when they're like kind of simultaneously fist pumping was pretty cool. Sincerely cool. So, all right. Any other thoughts from the back room of the cigar bar in South Sioux City, Nebraska? Uh, Any parting thoughts? We're gonna nah. we're gonna start coming up with some uh, off season segments here. We're coming out of the shaking off the cobwebs from a three day weekend. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. You know this this episode. You know it was almost a a, a ex- more extended break. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, thank, we thanks barely, for the hospitality here. Sherm's Sherm's is real hospital host. 
right. I'm glad we got to at least talk about Corn Ferry Tour. Come back Friday. We'll hit on water, Walker Cup and uh, maybe have an interview. We'll see. We'll start dialing it up for the offseason. All right. Enjoy your Wednesdays and uh, talk to you on Friday.